0: Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to give you some tips if you have a pool where your pH is constantly rising, and you may find that the pH is over 8.0 on a regular, consistent basis. I'll give you some tips on how you can keep your pH lower in your pool. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partner since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. So there are a lot of things that will raise the pH naturally in your pool. Depending on your pool surface type, if you have a plaster pool, it's gonna have a high acid demand because of the surface itself. Versus like a vinyl liner pool, which is a piece of plastic, it'll have a lower acid demand. So the pH usually stays much lower in a vinyl pool than does in a plaster type pool just because the plaster is basically a cement. You may also have some natural stone in your pool and this will also create a pH demand in your pool. Or if you have a salt water generator, you're gonna definitely see a high pH demand in your pool because the salt water generator as it's producing the chlorine will also as a side effect, raise the pH up in your pool. If you have a spa spillway or a lot of water features running in your pool all day long, This also will cause aeration and cause the pH to rise in your pool. So these are some of the factors that will cause the pH to rise. If you're using a certain chemical, like calhypo, which is a high pH chemical, this will also cause pH to go up. And so you can see that there are a lot of factors that may cause your pH to be rising in your pool. I think if you have a saltwater pool, more than likely the saltwater generator would be your main source of the pH going up. But if you have a saltwater pool with a spa spillway and it's plaster and you have some rock formations in there, then you're going to have high pH, very high pH, because you have a combination of factors that cause high pH in a pool. And on the flip side, if you have a vinyl liner pool and you're using something like trichlor tablets, which have acid in them, your pH may dip down really low and you're going to need to add a base all the time. So you can see how the factors of chemicals, plus the surface type and all of course the things I mentioned earlier have an effect on the pH so most people are fighting a battle with high pH versus low pH in their pools and so some of the tools you can use to combat the high pH one that's pretty obvious if you have a spa spillway or water features is to run those at a minimum so if you have a water feature usually you can adjust the valves of the water feature so that you have them not running all the time in your pool If you have a spa spillway, that's another story. Usually there's a bypass that directs the amount of water to the spa, and you can't really adjust that in most cases. You have to kind of live with that. However, if you have a variable speed pump connected to your pool, you can definitely run your variable speed pump on a lower speed most of the time to kind of reduce the amount of water spilling over the spa spillway into your pool. And If you don't know what I'm talking about, the spa spillway is any kind of elevated spa That's attached to the pool, water will actually spill over and create like a water feature. And many pools in California, Arizona, Nevada, uh, other parts of the country have an attached spa that sits above the pool, and then the water will spill into the pool as the water is circulating in the spa, causing that effect. And this effect is known as aeration. You can look it up on, you can Google it and just type in. You know, aerate aerate or aeration, and it's A-E-R-A-T-I-O-N, and how it relates to your pool and how it raises your pH up in your pool. So if you can eliminate or turn down the water features in your pool, this will definitely help keep the pH from rising on you. People use the aeration to naturally raise the pH in their pool, but however, if you're having a problem with high pH all the time, you may not want that effect. With a saltwater generator, one thing you can do is try to find that sweet spot where it's at three parts per million without overproducing chlorine in your pool. So typically, salt water generators are notorious to adjust down and get at the right level, and that's why they produce so much chlorine in a lot of pools, causing the pH to rise rapidly. If you have a variable speed pump, one way to help manage that is to keep your low speed below 1800 RPMs and most salt water systems if not all of them won't activate with the flow that low. I know that Jandy won't and I think Pentair won't operate if the flow is below 1800 RPMs with a variable speed pump and this is one way you can naturally reduce the salt water generator working in your pool while the pool is still circulating. Another thing you can do most salt water generators you can turn down the percentage of the production so for instance if you have a pool when you're at eight parts per million of chlorine running your salt water generator at 100%, you can turn that dial down to 50%, and that means in a one hour period, the salt water generator is only gonna activate for 30 minutes at a time, thereby reducing the chlorine in the pool to maybe four or five parts per million in most cases. And if the salt water generator is off half the time, it's gonna raise the pH half as much in your pool and this is one way to reduce that. If you're running your saltwater generator at 100% production and you're running your pool for 8 hours a day or 10 hours a day, you're going to definitely have your pH increasing pretty rapidly in a pool like that. And so if you reduce that just by half, basically you're reducing uh, the rise in pH by half technically. And so this is one way to, you can reduce that pH from rising in your pool is by adjusting the saltwater generator down. Now if you have a plaster pool and it's just freshly plastered, you're going to find that it has a very high acid demand, which means that the pH is going to rise very rapidly in there for the first six months or so, maybe up to the first year, so you'll be adding a lot of acid to the pool to keep the pH balanced. And to be honest with you, part of this whole discussion on your pH level, you should also be focused on the LSI, which is the index that will determine if your pool is scale-forming, or corrosive and this will help you determine the correct ph for your pool because your pool may be perfectly fine at 7.8 it may not be perfectly fine at 7.8 it may be scale forming at that but unless you have an lsi calculator you can use the arenda app it's a really good ls they have a really good lsi calculator on their app you can find that on my homepage page my website if you go to swimmingpoollearning.com and scroll down to the center of the page you'll see the arenda a pool calculator or pool app. Click on that link, it'll take you there. You can also download it to your phone. What I like about it is that you can enter all of your test factors, calcium hardness, water temperature, pH, alkalinity, and it'll help calculate the LSI for you so you know if your pool is scale forming or corrosive, which is a really important factor and one reason why you may be considering lowering your pH down because as a rule of thumb, any pH over 8.0 or 8.2 It's usually scale forming, meaning that you're going to have a white scale line on the tiles. The pool surface may start to develop some scale on it, and this is because the pH is really out of range. But you won't know really that factor unless you do an LSI reading or calculation to see if your pH is really good at 7.4 or 7.8. In my pool, my pH is best set because of my calcium hardness and my alkalinity and the water temperature currently my pH is best at 7.8 so it works more effectively at 7.8 in order for the LSI not to be scale forming nor corrosive. So you don't really want to be trying to get your pH down to 7.4 and keeping it there, there and trying to nail it in at 7.4 or 7.2 because that may make the actual water corrosive in your pool but you definitely want to lower the pH down if it's at 8.4 or greater or 8.0 because typically Just as a rule, pH that high definitely will lead to water that's scale forming. And another big factor, and if your pH rises in your pool rapidly, is the buffer of the pH, which is the alkalinity. So if the alkalinity is really high, 180, 190, 200, chances are the pH is going to be pretty high all the time and very hard to lower. Now if the alkalinity is really low, the pH is usually much easier to adjust. But I find in most cases when there's a pool, With the pH really high in the pool, the alkalinity is usually higher than 120, which makes it of course harder to lower down the pH in the pool since the alkalinity at that level, anything above 140 or more, acts as a buffer to the pH and so it's going to be harder to lower it down because the acid won't be as effective with a higher alkalinity. Something else you can do to keep your pH from going up rapidly is to add borates to your pool and bring it to a level of 30 to 50 parts per million. Adding borates to your pool will help keep your pH in balance because borate, borates are a natural pH buffer. And so with the alkalinity and borates in your pool, you'd have two buffers of the pH, which in turn will keep the pH much more balanced in your pool. I've done several podcasts on adding borates to your pool. But in a nutshell, the borates have a lot of other great factors to it, including being a natural algistat, which prevents algae from growing, It also adds a sparkle to your water. But one side benefit that I don't talk too much about is the pH buffer. And in a case where your pool keeps rising rapidly in pH, or if you're on the other end of the spectrum and the pH is really low all the time, adding the borates to the water will give the pH another buffer to work off of. And so you have your alkalinity, and then you have the borates in the water. And this definitely will help keep the pH stable. I think borates are great for a saltwater pool because it does help keep the pH from rising rapidly in there. And I definitely think it's something you need to consider if you have a saltwater generator. Without borates, the pH is gonna rise rapidly. With borates, it's still gonna rise, but not quite as quickly. And it'll give you a chance to get a handle on your pH level. And as far as having natural rock formations in the pool, there's really not much you can do about it if you have flagstone or any other kind of rock formations in the pool. Usually that will lead to a higher acid demand because of the rocks in the pool. But again, if you add the borates to the water, it definitely will help as another buffer. And of course, if you have a lot of water features running in your pool and you can't turn those down, definitely consider adding the borate product to your pool to help keep the pH from rising so rapidly. So these are some of the things that make the pH go up, and these are some ways you can reduce the pH in your pool. And again, remember that you're not really going for a pH level Based on the charts on the internet, you really want to have your pH set to correlate with the LSI calculator for your pool so you know that if the water, if your pH is too low, it may be corrosive to your pool, which could damage your equipment and surface, or it's scale forming, meaning you're going to get a scale on your water line and also on the surface of the pool. So definitely you want to have the LSI as part of the factor, or factor in the LSI as part of where you want your pH in your pool. And I did mention that if you go to my homepage on my website, SwimmingProLearning.com, you can find the Arenda Calculator, and that will give you your LSI in your pool, which is really important. And if you do pool service for a living and you want to fine-tune or enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at PoolGuyCoaching.com. I have a lot of great benefits for being part of the group, including the ability to call or text me in real time. Again, you can learn more about that at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a good rest your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah. Real quick, if you're not using pool server software, try skimmer free for 30 days at get backslash pool guy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.